Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Ryan's Private. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. James, earn this. Earn it. I gotta poop. Cue the theme song. Boys alive. We are going to send somebody to find them. We are going to get in the hell out of there. Got anything left in this town like a three-star hotel? Something clean sheets and soft pillows and room service? Not a nice, comfy church. Ryan! Anybody know Ryan? 101st Airborne? Ryan? No guy named Ryan? Private James Ryan from Iowa? Someday we might look back on this and decide that saving Private Ryan was the one decent thing we were able to pull out of this whole god-awful shitty mess. All right. 1998, before the year 2000 bug, we had <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, the World War II epic. Epic? I don't know. We have to decide what, it, what really an epic is. Movie it's, about World War II. It feels pretty directed, epic. Directed by Steven Spielberg, though, the man who... Um, Brought us Munich. Hey! Yeah, that's right. Schindler's List. Yep. And others. And got, Hook. Ah. <laughs> so listen to this cast. Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, Edward Ed Burns, Vin Diesel, Tom Sizemore, Barry Pepper, uh, Adam Goldberg, Giovanna Ribisi. Then we got little cameos from Ted Danson, Brian Cranston, Dale Dye. Yes, sir. He's the best war guy ever. Paul Giamatti, Dennis Farina, Nathan Fillion uh, before he was doing tons. And I could have to keep going down. Oh, of course, Harrison Young, who plays old Private Ryan. Ah, yes. You know, at that point, it says in the casting that uh, Harrison Young was Private Ryan, so, so, but maybe so, Ryan got a, a promotion or something. So there is something about Hanks who loves to have uh, movies where he reads scripts where at the beginning he's an old man, and then he there's a story, and then at the end he's an old man. He loves that shit. I don't know what Book it is. Book ending with the he yeah. just lo- he does it with the Green Mile. He does it with uh, he does it with the baseball movie where uh, where the women are old and then they remember league of their own, league of their own and then at the end they're old Did again. Did he direct that? No, he doesn't direct it. He just he reads scripts and he's like, oh, there's old people in the beginning and then they're young and then they're old again. I'm gonna do this script. If I want to write a script for Hanks... Is that why you did big? He was like, it's the opposite. That's yeah, the maybe. only thing I have to do if I want to send a script <laughs> to Hanks' agent is that, that there has to be old people in the beginning and then they remember their youth and then they're old again at the end. And they're like, ah, that was good memories. Mm. Well, so so Saving Private Ryan, uh, okay, it, it, it follows... Um, I don't know if it's based on a true story even, but um, there are some elements of World War II that are very, very true to life, like the Omaha Beach landing... Um, but then this movie segues into the search for a private whose three brothers were killed in action. Uh, and <clears throat> is it four brothers or three? I thought it was four. I thought there was four. Brent, sons. Wait, how many? How many brothers did he have that died? Was it three or four? Three others died. Didn't yeah, they? Th- I thought it was three others. Okay, I, I, if we'll you guys, go with that. If that's fine. That's a lot. Yeah, seems um, like a lot. So. The, the the opening scene Omaha uh, Omaha Beach and D Day is insane. But that is not the opening scene. That no, should okay, have sorry. been the opening scene. <laughs> sorry, that's yes. the problem. You you're yeah. That's what I was going to work back yeah. to. Is uh, I hate the bookend on this movie. I'll just flat out say that. I hate the old man walking into the to the graveyard. The imagery is so is beautiful, right? The way it's directed and the music, the music, the actor they got, eyes, beautiful. The, eyes. the actor they got, the old man to like to have the morphing at the end of the movie from uh, uh, from Matt Damon's face into this guy. They look enough alike, even when you. That's the only time you realize at the end that that even matters. Th- that all works well. It's just what the fuck. It's not the way I would have started the movie because I don't know this old man. I don't. I won't care about him or his perfect-looking family. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't increase the stakes. It doesn't set up anything that I need to see. Like if you open this movie after the old man falls on his knees and is crying and is staring ahead, and the camera slowly closes in on his eyes, which we were worried about when we started watching this together, that they were going to trick us going from the old man's eyes at the start into Tom Hanks's face, but they don't do that. For any of you who might remember it that way, it's not what happens. What they do is they start to focus on the the iron bars that are on the beach to fuck with with uh, any kind of armored uh, carriers that come on or boat landings. And then it shows some of the waves landing. It's showing some other things. And then it jumps into the boat where it goes to the close-up of Tom Hanks's face. 
that as an opening to a movie, like you have like some waves crashing maybe and you fade in from black and you just have, you know, saving Private Ryan on the screen and then the waves crashing and you open up on the beach would have been such a smack in the face. I know exactly where we are and what to expect coming up here. But with the old man walking up, it's... Yeah, yeah, you want to, you always want to open your movie um, on your, on like something. If you can open it up with something like, you want to, you want to, punch the audience in the face, smack the audience in the face with your opening scene. That would have been it. This still to this day is one of the most elaborate, well shot, the cinematography, action, like the amount of uh, explosives and and it feels visceral, visceral and the blood and the and the ocean and the boats and the and the and the, the what are those guns? Is, is those caliber guns are shooting them with? Yeah, it's big. They're, the sound, the sound of this MG42s. is is you could close your eyes and just listen to the bullets whizzing by and the and the people dropping and like things exploding. Like it's fucking amazing. It, I never it's horrifying. I, I so I had thought a lot about this. I'd seen quote unquote war movies before this, and you heard I read about you know D Day and learned about it in school like many people did, but you just you have a hard time picturing in your head what that must have been like and this movie like now what if anyone were to ever ask me about that this would be the first thing i would think of because it was chaos those first guys on the beach had zero chance those boat doors were opening and these pillboxes up on top of the hill were just full like you know 100 ram belts just right in boom like 60 percent losses out of the gate and they had the artillery honed in on the beach from like a couple of kilometers away those guys <sighs> in those those guys probably in the history of the world would have been the like if you considered killing a, a soldier on the on another you know another soldier an enemy soldier murder these guys would have been mass the biggest mass murderers like in maybe the history of the world these motherfuckers yeah because they were just destroying the troops as they were coming out of the boat running into the gunfire of those gigantic guns what are those guns mg 42s so what is what do they shoot they 42s yeah, I don't know the exact. It'd be close to like a like a uh, an M4 M16, like just something rip, around a five just five six. Just ripping these like guys big. apart, and like you feel, you get a you do really get a sense of what it, the terror oh. that it must have been like to have to go out of that boat and and try and charge it. One hundred percent chaos. Yeah, it, it's and even Tom Hanks, our hero for the story, is like shell shocked when he finally reaches somewhat dry ground. He like can't focus. He's looking around. Well, there's that massive explosion that happens right in front of him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and that like does concuss him for a minute. Yeah, and then they. St- I love how they put the sound away and they have it slowly, like just the wavy noises in the background and he sees different characters dying or being like pushed into fire and crying or picking up their limbs and trying to march up the field. It's insane. It's insane. And then finally it snaps to and the character's like, what do we do now, sir? And he just immediately clicks and his training takes over and up he goes to the beach. So um, uh, Spielberg and Hanks both teamed up uh, on um, Band of Brothers, which is one of the best uh, series ever. Um, And so I always like to think of that on the side too, just for, for folks who maybe weren't thinking of it this way, that when these American soldiers hit the beach, these guys had would have been in training for one to two years prior to this. Um, so Tom Hanks and his his squad or his platoon would have been like super tight, much like the guys from the Band of Brothers were. Yeah, they would have. So I mean, not only well trained, but they would have been training together for a long time. Yeah. So um, it would be you know like having some of your closest friends be wiped out on the beach, and you still got to pull your shit together and get up there and start moving. And then the, the tactics of the way they're doing it and the way the medics get treated. And I forget how, how long is the scene? I think it's about 20 minutes. The pacing is 2025. It, it feels, feels, it, it took feels weeks to film. Yeah. It feels like it's we're with them. It doesn't feel, it kind of has that sense of what's 1917 where the camera never cuts. Yeah. The, the camera mm-hmm. does cut in this, but you, but you don't, you don't get the sense that we're, we're doing it with them like everything they're doing is in real time they have to get to the edge they have to blow the fence they have to get through the f- they have to kill a bunch of people i love how they're hiding after they blow the fence and there's a there's guys up above and they have like guys that will shoot the cover fire and then they'll send guys through like we get to see like all of the strategies to them getting step by step by step by step and it's all exciting it's intense it feels believable and real 
People yeah. are dying behind them in the background. Like people are getting hit. The radio gets blown up and like Hanks tries to talk on it and realizes the radio operator's dead, but he doesn't have time to deal with that. So he has to move on. Yeah. All of those things. I mean, once again, this is Spielberg at his best, like, like directing his best. The acting is fantastic. It, mm -hmm. I, you, this is like going to go down in history as one of the, it's one of the best sequences of, uh, for a, yeah. For a war movie, it's probably the, the best. best, and it's gonna be one of yeah, one of the best. It doesn't scenes glorify in history. anything. No, it's nothing. just absolutely like unforgiving. No, it's, it's all teamwork. There's no hero, one guy who like does the thing that like makes everybody's life easier. Like I guess Barry Pepper ends up sniping on one of the one of the uh, emplacements that the Germans have, but it's like after many other men lost their lives to do it, and then mm -hmm. it's a team effort to get up the hill. And then We're once they're business. up the hill, yeah, like you're feeling it every step they take. It's like they have to lose a couple, you know, 10 dozen guys um, mm -hmm. off they go. Then the movie, I mean, even after they take the beach, it skips ahead. Like it skips over like more action that, that Tom Hanks and his crew would have seen. Because when he's talking to Dennis Farina about like getting the mission to go save Private Ryan, um, he ends up describing what, what were his casualties after he says? Uh, oh, 20... 25 or something on that other job, didn't he? Yeah, 20, or 99 20, or something. I don't know. Maybe it was 40 dead and times two wounded. Fuck, we got a lot yeah, I think we said it was here. over It was yeah. over 100 men that were <clears throat> casualties, either yeah. wounded or killed. So I think it was 40 and then Just times two mission. wounded. Just on that one mission, and they didn't want to give up their 88 cannons. Like, So we don't even see everything they're going through. Well, Farina says too, he's like, tough mission. That's yeah, why that's you why got you got it. it. I got another one for you, John. This one's right from the top. We gotta go and get a big diamond in Snatch. Yeah, so where's it? So they, where's the diamond? So <laughs> they they get those. They get to the they get to the top, and that you see them shooting soldiers that are running away. Sometimes are they bomb the uh, what did you call them pillboxes? Yeah, the the big the big, things. The, yeah, the yeah. concrete bunkers. They're throwing grenades in, and they have the flamethrower. One of the craziest oh, yeah. things that I didn't remember is the guys with the flamethrowers were like big giant fucking bombs. Oh, yeah. Because they yeah. got shot and then they would just explode. Yeah, yeah, you don't run behind those guys. There was a lot of guys running behind those guys. I feel like that's like a definite no-no. Yeah, you stay over there, barbecue. Yeah, I agree. That's crazy. <laughs> One of the um, interesting things about that opening is when those two guys run out. I was reading a thing that I was talking about. So those two German guys run out and they put their hands up. Oh, they're trying to surrender. And they're, yeah, yeah. they're trying to surrender and those guys just shoot them. Yep. So those guys weren't speaking German. They're speaking Czech, and they're actually saying, we're not German, we're Czech. We didn't yeah. kill anybody. Because they were conscripted yeah. uh, and forced. They were forced to be there. Yeah. So and they got bopped anyways. Look, I washed for supper. Yeah, that's, that's kind of sad funny. knowing that other part of it now. But but also amazing that, it, that Spielberg threw it in and doesn't explain it. Yeah, he never. Yeah, he never talked about it. It's something that you need to look up and find out to yep. to know about, and then that changes the whole dynamic of the scene. Absolutely, it does. It's crazy, actually, that because the scene is something totally different before. Yep. To anybody else, ninety-five percent of people wouldn't know that. Shit. And then, do we cut right from them like taking those bunkers to the where the the letter comes to the war department? Uh, well, yeah, because after the after the scene after the scene is done where they've taken the beach, uh, it's showing the carnage on the beach, and yeah. it, it's, there's the dead soldier lying face down, and the camera slowly comes up, and it's got Ryan on the backpack, right? And then it cuts to I believe. Oh, is, I is love the, that shot. By oh, the way, the letter ships. Right? Yeah, with the mother pulling up to the or the car. So his up. brother, yeah, his brother died on the beach. Yeah, I actually really that's some great directing because <clears throat> he goes over the carnage and you don't know exactly where we're going. Yeah, and then we land on just the one soldier and his name on his on the is it on the front of his uniform? It's on the back on his backpack. Right, yeah. right. Anyways, that's a. Oh my man, it's so good. And then even in the scene where the the mother <clears throat> is washing the dishes or whatever in the car. Pulls up the drive. We pause this, and I don't. I remember making a big deal about it. Brent was like, "What the fuck, are you guys looking at?" But there's a scene, and it's like got. How I'm the simpleton now. It's got no. It's John. <laughs> I think it was me actually, <laughs> but it's got her, and then the ref, the, the she's looking out the driveway, and then she's uh, washing the dishes the in the sink of the car pulling up. And, the, and then she pulls back the curtains to make the reflection more clear. Yeah, it's just it's such a simple little thing, but it's fucking. Yeah, just he, a does little, all, he does it all. He does it all. He does it all in one shot. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge he's, narrative. He's shooting her through uh, from outside the uh, from outside the kitchen window. Yeah, and you can see the the car driving up in the reflection as she looks up at the car. Yeah, and gets she knows what that is, and she doesn't want whatever they've got. 
And when they show the the general and the other soldiers and the or the the typist lady who find the the letters and puts all the stories together and brings it to the general, the colonel, to Cranston. Um, the way they actually sell, um, the way they actually sell it, um, that they're going to go after Ryan and and that the, it would be this guy's command that this happened and everyone kind of buys it. I I bought all that. Um, he reads that letter from Abraham Lincoln, which is such a great letter and the guy does such a great job reading it that must be true as well i believed that, that would be uh yeah. yeah they wouldn't have made that up yeah to the to the mother who lost five sons in the civil war um that's just a crazy story yeah it's also a great inciting incident that is the inciting incident of the movie uh, yep. it comes a little late but yeah but it's I mean, but no it's one's fine. bored if by you that but if you cut yeah but once again if you cut the the five or ten minutes of the beginning out with the old man going to visit the graves which once again i I don't have, I just, for me, like, I understand why Spielberg, you don't need that shit. Yeah. I understand why Spielberg wanted to do that because he wanted to make a movie that like honored all of the dead and the soldiers and like going and visiting like, and you know, the fields and stuff like that. But it's just not that movie. He's trying to make, he's trying to make a different movie and cram that in. So don't crap in this rah-rah American, like, you know and the whole family thing when that's not the movie you're making yeah. you can't have like 95% of the movie be something and then cram in this other thing as like afterthoughts from the beginning and the end it just doesn't you, you work can even, you can even I don't like crawls at the end of movies typically but you could even have this movie is dedicated to the brave men and women who lost that, their lives that, that actually that set yeah off, right? totally or you could uh, that, like that actually does work in some movies legally your own it actually does work yeah so I'm not saying that always sucks mm. I'm just saying it definitely sucks in uh, Titanic and it sucks in but in League of Their Own, it's the same. <clears throat> it's the characters who are the main characters that were the focal point. Like, yeah. we, we only spend the last half hour with Ryan. And so the fact that it's about him and his family, it just yeah, doesn't exactly. connect like no. I would like it to. Well, I don't think it's about him, though. Like, it's not really about Ryan. Not, it, no. It, but it is He's his not character. The main, Sorry, I thought that's what you're saying. The story, no, the story revolves around Ryan, but Ryan's not the main character. Yeah. So then I don't want the bookend pieces to be about I Ryan. I got you, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I yeah, he thinks he's being clever, point. but it's just... And it, that he it lived doesn't. a good life, and then he has to actually ask his wife at the end. Oh, that's Tell bad. Tell me I'm a good man. Tell me I lived a good life. That's terrible. She's like, Jim. Yeah. Burry cats. She's like, I'm not your wife. I'm. She's like, I'm your sister. Yeah. Your wife's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> you killed her. <laughs> yeah. You just got you out of that psych ward. Yeah. You've been a drinker now. So. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not they, a good man. They just, <laughs> they just let you out of the psych ward so we could come here. Yeah. Those poor men threw their lives away. <laughs> those guys over there are going to take you back in you the white coats. You're not worth it. You're not worth yeah, it. Yeah. You did a terrible job of living up to the, the expectations yeah. that that man wanted you too see it should have been an old man waiting to get up on the podium to accept the presidency that that would have been then he would have proved he had a good life microphone which would have been way too heavy did i live a good life yeah (laughs) the lawsuits against you say no tom hanks said i had to (laughs) he had he said i had no choice i wanted to be a dick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so anyways yeah anyways as we carry on so then we move on to their to their journey um and then so we start getting little tidbits of of character um uh what do you call it cameos paul giamatti first in the in the french village there's so many cameos ted it's danson. outrageous ted danson is like right after and ends up saving their bacon i don't remember where brian, brian cranston was he's at he's, he's on the, the general staff he's yeah. the one-armed guy oh right um, yeah, he doesn't have too many lines, but he's a damn handsome man. What a good look. He's a good looking guy. Yep. Um, so so then uh, so then a few things, uh, this happens once or twice in this movie, and I'll have to think of it later on. So as they're going through the French village, um, they think they have a lead on where Ryan is, and Paul Giamatti's leading them through, but it's obviously a really hot and contested zone. Um, and so they have this brief run in where they think they're safe. Um, and then they knock down a wall by accident and the, the room in the building is full of Germans. So everyone oh, like turns around mm-hmm. and no one shoots. So this scene is like super fucking intense, but I feel there's a mistake here that it keeps on doing the one shot close in of different people's reactions to this Germans included. And then, then it's Paul Giamatti and then it's Tom Hanks and then it's the German guys. And then it's one of the other guys. And it's like goes back and forth for so long. It's just like it's like a couple of cuts over the top. Oh, we talked about this. He does this several times. He does it a couple of times in the movie, and it doesn't work as well as I would like. Yeah, he. Um, it's over. He overplays that hand. Yes, 
Yeah, he, he shot a, a lot of footage and he wants all of it in. He's yeah. like, let's just throw all the footage in. Let's not cut anything. But then you're like, someone would have shot by now, and and that's <clears> not great. So yeah, then Ted Danson and his oh, one hundred percent someone above. shooting. You can't. There's no way. You, there's no way someone's not shooting there like very soon. Yeah, you I actually, mean no one saw Ted Danson come in. He's yeah, right above but, them. Yeah, yeah. Unless he was standing too. there too screaming, but then got into it. Also, was Ted <laughs> Danson so. not worried that as soon as the first bullet flew that they would be okay up above, but no the guys straight in front yeah, of no them? Yeah, no one's aiming up there, so they're like, let's That's just do this. That's what I'm saying. This. He's like, those guys will get killed, not us. And plus, we'll I think in, the, in those moments when you have a concentrated group of firing, like to, to like have your comrades and you being shot at, your reaction might not it would be more surprised than actually to pull the trigger. But it, that's know. a brutal scene. The way those guys go down, and it's enough to make you old. I think is Tom size. But if you're in tr- if you're you talk about trigger control, if you're in that situation, your fingers on, on the, the trigger. trigger. That's yes. what I'm saying. So like yeah. you're you're gonna get some shots off if you're the Germans. Maybe, yeah. Even as you're falling, you're gonna like be pulling your trigger. Yeah, yeah. You might not hit anything. Yeah, they should have had him just shoot in the air. Uh, anyways, uh, that was kind of bad, badly directed and edited. Yeah, po- it was, and oh. then. Then they um, actually before they have that particular scene, don't they lose Caparzo? Not yet. Oh, I thought they oh, did right yeah. before. Yeah, because yeah, Ted yeah, Danson getting ends there, up. They do. Yeah. So getting there, yeah. we had issues with that scene too, didn't we? There are some problems with that sniper. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense that he would break the fucking. Um, he would. He would disobey the order to grab that kid. Yeah. And be like we gotta help him, Captain. Like that's none of that shit makes sense. No, you wouldn't fucking grab that guy. You're a well-trained soldier. You know not to grab fucking civilians. Yeah, he said it reminded him of his kid daughter, sister, some stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, there's dude. a town up there. You're in a contested fucking village. You're going to endanger her further bringing her with you. You're a target. The kid's not a target by yeah, herself. Totally. Yeah. And her family, yeah. Yeah, they're just going to sit up in that fucking dilapidated house where there's nobody else around them. That also didn't make any sense either. To me, it seemed like that family was in that building because it just fell apart while they were inside it. They didn't climb up in there. They were no. like, hey, let's dangerously go climb up in that living room of that big, huge half blown up house it was trying to make it seem like they were in bed sleeping and they like they they heard an explosion and they came on like oh half our house is gone that's what they tried to make that seemed kind of weird it would be recent i think the damage but that's what, it would be like no because they're not climbing back up there that was the only way to get out was that big hole that's true i think they were just petrified and there's a lot of but did a bomb go off when they were in there? Yeah, I think probably. Probably. A bomb so I think they'd be dead. The they they seemed fine. They like dressed for they were like dressed, yeah. Sunday they were dressed dinner for success. or something. Look, I cleaned for supper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whatever, it's fine. It's not then, a big speed bump. Like when Caparza goes down, you just feel like no one can go out there to get him. There's a good sniper plus Barry Pepper, who's already proved himself. It's pouring rain too. Yeah, in that he's scene. like he's like I wouldn't venture out there. I got to get this guy. Yeah, the this fact guy's that he shoots the guy talent. through his scope is he a little bit much. He yeah, he does him, enemy yeah. at the gate him. That's a little much, but you know what? I'm not going to complain too much. It just it's fucking fine. pops it's that guy. Pepper. If anyone could fucking do it, that it's true. I do can. really like that shot. Uh, Springfield. And I, I like that scene. I love how the sniper sees him at the last minute. Yeah. And he's like you looking the around. Flash. Yeah. yeah. There'd be just a moment. You'd have enough time to go, shit. Yeah, and then he'd be dead. Spielberg does do a really good job of of the uh, where there's sometimes the sound comes after, yeah, because the bullet is faster, and then like I love when that he does that. He does it a couple times in this movie. You know what else is cool is when Caparzo gets shot, the bullet goes through him. Then you hear the crack, but then Caparzo falls back and actually pushes the piano keys because there's a old piano behind him, and just the weird off kilter keys that he pushes makes for a, a weird moment that like really blung, blung. yeah there's a part of that to me that feels a little looney tunes uh, like I it may as well be pixicato little i gotta be honest i kind of fell for it too yeah. he got me with that because i thought i always had always thought it was like something that spielberg put in as a sound effect to, to really push home the point but then i was like there's actually piano and he actually fell on it so that's the only reason because you could see that just being, you know, an intense heartbeat or an orchestra playing one slow chord, like mm. bling, as he gets shot. But it's like I don't know. I, I liked you. it. I liked it. I feel you. So down one man. Um, they think they find Private Ryan, who is Nathan Fillion, um, before Firefly days, and uh, oh, that's Nathan Fillion. That's mm. a that's a real 
kind of funny scene at the end of the day. It's it provides a little bit of levity because they think he's the Private Ryan, but he's not. Yeah. Um, and he the guy starts crying. He's like, "Well, my brothers are dead. He's there's twelve. Maybe, oh yeah, maybe he's, he's like, still, maybe I should he's call like, home. no, he's yeah. like, how did they die? And he's like, in action, they were killed in action. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. They're yeah. like twelve <laughs> years old. I do like that. Well, but then you could see he sees that his moment of like of getting out is flying away. He's like, are you sure? Maybe I should like. I didn't like think trying to get I it. Thought actually, it was like fear. I did too. Like, I didn't actually think. I didn't think he I was trying. He was, to get oh, out, yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was actually still in denial that that they were alive. He's like, "Are you a hundred percent sure oh, they're alive?" I saw it as desperation. Oh, that's funny. I, yeah. That makes it funnier mm. if that is what it was. Mm. You think that's funny? That's cool. <laughs> no, it's funnier that he's desperately <laughs> not, not, a weird, trying, not a weird part of your brain at all. <laughs> what the hell? That seems for humor. And if he's like still trying to use it as an excuse to get out of having to fight, I think that's funny. Mm. I also like really really like the scene this time where they are looking through dog tags and oh, uh yeah. and uh they they someone notices the men that are walking past or seeing them yeah, making notices. jokes rubisi always keeps his humanity he's the medic and it makes sense too yeah the other guys are so frustrated by this mission because it's fubar oh and we have upham of course we haven't talked about upham a little piece of shit yeah, they lose their translator before they're leaving Omaha It's hard Beach. to like him watching this movie a second time. Even when you first meet him and stuff. That's why I think it doesn't work. Because um, you shouldn't uh, be watching the movie a second time, hating that guy throughout the whole movie. It's ineffective as a second watch. Because for me, he doesn't redeem himself enough at the end. He doesn't redeem himself at all. When he shoots the unarmed soldier. Um the German guy who they had let go. That before. also didn't make any sense motivation wise for his character. And it ruins the whole previous. He, he's terrified and he's terrified on the staircase to go up and help one of his men fighting one man. Yeah. But he then at know the, it's one man though. But well, regardless, can, let's say it's two or three, but at the end he, he jumps up with a gun and points it at 10 men yeah. and tells them to drop their guns. Wait a sec. That makes zero 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 sense but that's he does it because it's a safe moment it's almost it's like not safe to though the well it is they the fucking planes and everything came in everyone's fucking is getting to a point where they're like uh i say he hides ready to retreat or whatever right i say he hides until other men come in i don't think he's gonna get balls all of a sudden his character didn't change i think yeah both ways it doesn't really work for me yeah no it's not good either no way. and he's i i just I, I hate him so much because um mellish i think is the the guy who was killed up in that <clears> room <throat> when that knife scene where he gets knifed through the chest is that's hard. That's really hard to watch. He's like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I almost don't like watch this movie more frequently because of that one scene. That seems terrible, man. I can't deal with that. Yeah, Spielberg's good at that too, though. The begging for your life, slow going, and then whatever the Germans whis- whispering is like, shh, 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 you're just gonna go now. It's like that's the great, great directing, acting, writing again. Yeah. yeah, all that works. I mean, like the whole last twenty five minutes of this movie is pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. It's mental and everything along the way, pretty much too. So they try and build up like some of the camaraderie, um, which is interesting because they throw in, um, we just said his name, um, Upham, who is not part of the group. So instantly the guys are like hesitant to let him let him in. Like, don't, don't point your gun. Don't look at me with that rat face. They're always talking down to him and making fun of him. And they learn he's trying to write a book about the brotherhood of war and they laugh at him for that and never quite fits in. Uh, with the group, so it's it's kind of an interesting character to um, to show us how tight the rest of the group is together, which for that purpose works. Mm-hmm. But we, I think we all, I noticed we all kind of agreed while we were watching the movie that there's too many scenes that were once again beating you over the head about Tom Hanks' character. Um, oh, the, this, in the church is he, one of the them. one in the church, like that. That should have never. That, that scene really didn't add anything it to the movie. It just feels weird because he's having a conversation with Tom Sizemore like like they don't know each other and they definitely know each other. It's not yeah. it's not only that they don't know each other, that is true, but it's also that they're they're like they're talking about things they already both would know because That's, they're not green. But it, but like they're strangers both telling the other guy something they don't know, but they do know. Which is like they've been doing this for long enough that they both get why they're doing it. Yeah, like even Sizemore, he's a sergeant, right? Yeah. So he has men under his command. He'd be a team lead at he's the very least. He's a second to fucking 
So he's like, do you know how many men I've lost under my command? Sizemore would be like, I fucking lost guys too. And like, I'm there with them while you're ordering us from, like Tom Hanks is in it. They're all part of the same fucking squad. I know. So it seemed like, I understand that's for the audience's benefit, but a savvy audience would definitely get like that this conversation's a little bit out of place. Well, it it happens. about it later. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens in other ways that is, uh, that are much smarter like, and uh, more yeah. subtly, like, like when they take out that machine gun embankment, yeah. Tom Hanks ends up crying there after he leaves all the men and there's a big fight. He sneaks off to the back and, and he cries, cries and by you himself. know it's because he just got a man killed yeah. and for what? Um, and he's struggling with it and he like has a tough moment holding it all together to and be that strong And he can't man. let them see yeah. that he is falling apart because then he won't be able to be an effective leader. They won't trust him. They won't follow him. He has to always maintain that he's confident Mm-hmm. And he's going to lead. So he has to do those things out of sight. That is so much better than all of the jib-jab, explain bullshit. Mm. Yeah. And you don't need it. It just, once again, is, we call it a, well, I call it a beating people over the head with a canoe paddle. Your point, driving it home. It's just like, stop doing that to me. I'm, I, 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 I call it this. I've never. And uh, starting, I, I I know there is a podcast I use the beat me over the head with a canoe paddle. So yeah. I think that's my new thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you just can't. There's no need for you to do that. Even the audience gets it. I think so. And like in the church scene, there is dialogue that is good and and works. So the Giovanni Giovanni Ribisi telling the story about how he used to pretend he was asleep when his mom came home and he doesn't know why That's he did it. That's a great scene. That makes that like makes you feel for that character. Characterization. Something we might have all done in some way, goes, shape. Mama, exactly mama. right. So you feel bad for him there. And yeah, for, that one hundred percent works for Upham uh, and Hanks having the discussion about the pool. That's an appropriate spot for that because that comes back later on in the movie. So you really just need to cut out the Hanks and Sizemore discussion there talking about okay. and there's a couple the of other lost. things too like what do you what, what do you guys think of Tom Hanks insisting that they do attack that bunker and then yeah. like the aftermath with them letting guy the soldier go and stuff and they wanted to kill him yeah both were the right things to do see because I thought you guys had disagreed that he shouldn't have they shouldn't have attacked that bunker that wasn't their mission yeah I don't think they should have he had a separate mission his mission was very clearly laid out and came from the top as put by Dennis Farina. Yeah. So your job isn't to fucking detour. When you're put on a job with a specific task, your job isn't do all the things from here to the final point. Do you know what I mean? It's do that thing. I just guess I didn't, I I kind of got the feeling, but I I don't, it's never explained in the movie and I don't know this, that that there is some kind of a code or some kind of a military thing where if you come upon enemies that could kill other people if you don't do something about it you can't report it you have to take it out i don't know if that's true that's why i think that's why there's guys that are meant to infiltrate lines and do other stuff. tom hanks mentions that he's like why we're gonna leave them here to to kill some other guys yeah Yeah. that's what he explains he can find an explanation for his actions but it doesn't make his actions right i was thinking that this is a moment of weakness for hanks where he should have bypassed it but there is an argument for why you would attack it that he goes through which is if we don't do anything then we leave them here to ambush another squad we know we know they're here and we can take them now a full frontal assault it's a little bit insane the way they ended up doing it. Um, and yeah, it was that was a right crazy. Move, but I, I, I see Hanks being a total level headed, uh, c- cool character um, who had a just for whatever reason was angry and was like, we're going to go fucking kill these guys because fuck Germany and and fucking fuck whatever anybody says to me. What I'm did pissed. you guys think of of how at the end they were all right a- after that all happened and, and he was he lets the guy go that there's some dissension in the group. And the one guy pulls, I think Sizemore pulls a gun on Burns. Yep. And he's like, you better get in line. Or what and then Tom Hanks like stops it by telling the story of him being a teacher or whatever. He's like, what's the bet up to? What did yeah. you, did you, I kind of felt like that didn't work this time. I, see, I kind of did because after he, after he follows up and he's, he's just seemed, he just says to the men, the, the line that it. matters is, is that every time, every person we kill, I, fur- I feel further away from home. Yeah, like that. That's the line to get across. So th- I liked it. Because I like that line, but I I just kind of thought it it seemed a bit cheesy how they went about it this time. I mm-hmm. like it because he's because he humanizes himself to the group, and in that moment, he he breaks them down yeah. from from that conflict. He de-escalates it and then puts it back into like a sense of humanity. Like, yeah, we're all just people. Mistakes are made, but we're all just trying to get home. Yeah. So if everything that we do is just brings us one step closer to home. 
then that's what we do. It's not it's not that I like the dialogue and I I, I agree with you guys on on the lines. I do like it's the way that they set up that he never tells everybody and there's a bet and then he's like what's the bet up to? What's the bet up to? It's that part that kind of felt kind of like bad bad writing this time a mm. little bit mm. where he's like I'm a school teacher or whatever. I don't know. I guess you need something there. It's like I'm a male to, dancer. You need a you need a I guess you need a bridge or a beat. Yeah, I guess do. you it's do. just a mechanism. And the thing that's is that right. that mechanism could be a hundred other things and is there something that's maybe better out there possibly mm. but this isn't bad. No. Yeah, I okay, thought I just I, I, I just yeah, yeah, I just You're I just, just asking the question. I just felt something weird there this time that almost felt like it could have been tweaked a bit. No, I feel you. That yeah. whole, I think that whole scene makes me feel strange in the context of the movie because Hanks has been like solid up to there and this is the first time we see him break down. And you don't see him break down again until like the very end for him. So it's I don't know. It is kind of the humanizing bit that that gets to me. Um, and they, <clears throat> they, they did, did a good job of building up the argument because I totally see Ed Burns' perspective. Like bullshit. They'd want to murder that guy. He even offers Burns uh, a transfer. Yeah. He's like, you can go if you want. And I fucking hate oh, that Upham was transfer. supporting that soldier too. I don't. I, I I feel like that that guy deserved to go for his for his part. And but you only feel that way. Do you feel that way? It's tough to answer this question because you know the ending. But do you feel that way during that scene, or do you yeah. feel that way only because you know at the end he gets back in and starts shooting them again? Yeah, I feel like the soldiers that really wanted that guy gone would have had their way, and the soldiers that didn't want him gone would not have felt strongly enough about it to stop it except for Upham but he was a little mouse man so he yeah. wouldn't have I think no, even Hanks would have been probably. like fine but with Hanks letting him go there he's the superior officer so that works for me well, yeah and what I wondered when I was thinking back on this is did Hanks know um, that they were gonna he was gonna let him go and that he was just gonna give the guys the idea that you know and make, make let it give everybody some time to calm down or did Hanks want that guy gone in the moment and then was like fucking make him bury the bodies first then we're gonna off him, but then Hanks calmed down and stopped it from happening. I but think Hanks was they, Hanks was with them about killing him, mm. and then had his breakdown, and then changed his mind and realized that first of all, it's immoral. Secondly, it's against their military practices. You're not allowed to do it; it's illegal. And I, so I think he came down from the adrenaline and was like, "No, we're letting him go." I had, I had felt when we watched it that he had always planned it. And that his way of getting mm. them to dig the graves and everything else was a way to like make everyone chill. He was so yeah, angry cool at the guy down. when he said that, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I, be, but I believed. I saw kind of the hatred and and the vitriol in him. Him when he the way he oh, said yeah. it. So I, I could have seen him almost shooting him right there. Yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. I just that's the way I saw it when we watched it, and I'm I'm not sure that I still feel that or not. But I, I he was again, it's something that you can he see was, both yeah, sides. He was like a lot of emotion was, there. Yeah, that that's what one of his. I felt like the moments of his acting he, Tom Hanks is great oh, he's yeah. re, he's like this was really different for him he's if I Helen recall Marin of men like he hadn't yeah. done an action movie by this time I feel really bad because um I was really excited about the uh sub movie that he, he wrote didn't direct and he stars in on Apple TV and uh when it came out I was so pumped because I really do like him and it, it's not good I couldn't finish I couldn't get through it yeah. I got through about half an hour and I was like this is really Tom Hanks cannot write. But Bridge of Spies? You can't write. You should just stick to what you do good, man. Yeah. Like, I can't act. I'm not going to do that. Just just know you're lame. <laughs> but like Bridge of Spies recently was really good. He's and, great in that. And Bridge of Spies he, is good. Great Ca script, Captain though. Captain Phillips is a, is a really entertaining movie. I, I I believe I haven't seen it in a while, but um, I remember at the end anyway is where he blew me away for that when they oh, were yeah. treating him. Um, the, the corpsman is treating him, or I don't know what the name is. But all these are also great scripts. I mean, like... He does pick good scripts. I mean, for the most part, this script is great. I mean, hard oh, yeah. not to pick good ones when you're pretty much just offered everything. Yeah. And then you can just be like a yes or no to whatever. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, even the ones we mentioned, Green Mile and uh, and the uh, League of Their Own, those are all great scripts too. Mm. We haven't done Green those Mile, yet. Interesting. Yeah. But um, but in a, despite the, the bookends in the beginning and the end, the Green Mile has some great acting by him. Yeah, and what's his name? Sam He's Rockwell. a treasure. Mm -hmm. I also did not realize he has Rockwell's diabetes. When he got coronavirus, um, they said that he was in danger because he has diabetes. I had oh. no idea he had diabetes. I mean, no, that's Tommy. not the kind of thing I track with doctors. I guess, but that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty big health uh, thing for someone to have like today. Not always. 
Right. You've got Di- to regulate diabetes it. has a bunch of different levels, though. There's diabetes that you don't need shots That's for. That's Right to the stuff where you need, like, those constant insulin pumps. On. Oh, I didn't and know. Oatmeal. I didn't know that. And oatmeal. Betus. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, so, so after the scene, that's when they run into the other soldiers and they they're mm-hmm. they're getting the the dog tags and that's a that's a good scene to show that they kind of are. No, that was before. Yeah, I thought that was R- no. Rabisi is there with them because at that scene is where oh. is where um, Rabisi stops them and then Hanks just goes yelling into the stream of soldiers. Ryan, and it Ryan, works. and it works. Yeah, and they send him on the right direction to the right Ryan. Yeah. Um, and then there is where afterwards they enter, they encounter that hill. Rabisi gets popped. He goes to his mommy. Um, oh, so you're saying after after that scene where they wanted to kill a German, he lets him go. That then they run into Ryan with the yeah. tank thing. Yeah. I thought it was the reverse, but okay. No, no, it's the other. Because the other interesting thing about when they um, when they find the uh, the rally point where all the soldiers are supposed to go, and they're going through the dog tags, they also. Um, they have the guy from Seven who wears the the knife fuck suit. Um, yes, and he's telling them the story about the how he was, yeah he's the he's the only one who survived the crash because they put the jeep on the special jeep for the general who died in the crash and whatever and then it all comes down to like all this for one man and it's just another oh another that's what we talked about okay so yes so one and of the I things f- fucked her <laughs> so one of the things they do in this movie is they do that. Th- they do that one man thing like way too much. Yeah. Way, way too much. They have conversations about it amongst themselves several times. Yeah. They have a conversation about it when they when Ravisi dies. Yeah. They Ted have a Danson con- supports it. Yeah. He has a conversation. Yeah. He says I, it's good because he I has brothers. I yeah. got brothers and and uh, Hanks they, is they not do on it, board with they, no. they do it in the airplane thing. It's like, go back to the bar, Sam. Uh, <laughs> the guy, that guy Cheers. does it too. So Cheers. I think they have like they have like seven or eight times where they have the conversation about how come all of us are going to die for one guy. Yeah. It is such overkill and this movie is long. Yep. So like, what are you doing again? Like this is another one of the, I think the audience, I think the audience is stupid. The audience doesn't know. They don't get the point of the movie. And then they like reinforce it at the end of the movie with the earnest. Yeah. So it's like, do we really not know from the beginning of the movie what the movie is about? But that's the thing. As we were watching it, we were like, see, you don't need this one. They talk about it like uh, other times and then we'd be like just cut that other one and then we'd get to the pilot scene where yeah. he goes through that thing and then he goes foobar and there's like the little callback to the foobar joke yeah. Yeah. and you're like see then you don't need the fucking last one that they talked about yeah. make this one the one where they talk about the all for one guy yeah and then you get to the next one and you're yeah. like well cut that fucking pilot <laughs> one and just do this like oh, no, they totally. get better there is an escalation to that to that element but yeah. you don't need them all no it's just fucking killing time again because we're talking about long fucking movies here man yep yeah, and they should have found Ryan much sooner. Just oh. yeah, yeah, a hundred times. Yeah, times. like right away. Like they get off the beach. <laughs> well, that was right away. Like, he's like, "I'm Ryan, and my brother's died." And they're like, "You should go home." And then it's like, we just all go and do stuff. They they should have just gotten to where <laughs> they run into him with the tank thing. I actually like when they shoot that tank, and then there's some other great action. That's another great action scene. That yeah. final scene is is great. That's a oh, great little town um, battle scene. Even the yeah. build up, I. I once again feel like that buildup where they're listening to the record player. Some of that's music. okay. Some yeah. of that's okay. I it's don't too long. It's 100. Yeah. We said like cut this down to a couple of lines instead of like 10 minute scenes. Yeah. But there's there's little gems in uh, all those areas that they could have kept and just streamlined this puppy. Once yeah. again, it's all about time. Like I didn't like Matt Damon's story. Nah. So are the way he tells it are the brothers or whatever? Yeah, like I guess it ends up being kind of a chuckle, but I don't mind that one. And he's like, "That's the last time we're together." The brothers are banging the girl, and she she has her shirt over her head, and she runs it at the barn. Yeah, I so like he, that. So he um he did that. What do you call it? That's uh improv. Yeah, had lived it. Yeah, and the reason why Spielberg left it in is because it's a boring, not a great story. That's why because he was like, that's kind of like what this guy would tell. Like this guy's not a master storyteller. He's not the stuff. He just tells this kind of story. I don't think it was boring. It's not a great story. I thought a bunch of the brothers were watching the other brother have sex in the barn with some weird girl. Isn't that what it was? They were trying to. The one brother was trying to get together with this ugly girl. The other brother yells in and tells him to stop. He says, don't do man. it. You're a young man. I like that. And no, he gets up so to do it. Knocks wow. over a and lamp. The barn starts on fire. She has her shirt Somebody over her head. Around, yeah. yeah. She has her shirt over her head and she runs into a post. And then he is swinging a shovel at them while he's holding her her foot and in his other hand. I thought it was... 
I don't know. I really like that. I'm surprised. I'm the only one who liked that. Yeah. Maybe know. it's, it's uh, just it's a whatever. You got to cut something out of all that. But I I, that's know. the only time you get to know Ryan and his feelings for his brother. So no, I would keep but, that. But, no, I but that's why it's left in is what I'm saying. I like, don't that's kind of like it shows his, it shows his closeness with his family. It shows a little bit of like that that yeah. It gives a little color into the idea about why you're saving this guy. So There's I would get rid of like so I would get rid of devastated by this loss. I would get rid of the Tom Sizemore and Hank stuff out of there than than oh, his. I totally agree with that. Mm. Totally agree with that. Mm. And then the battle begins. Yeah, then the battle <laughs> begins, and it's the the last twenty minutes or whatever that this takes. It's so crazy. It's Scoop. crazy. It like this guy can do action like nobody's business. Intense fucking action. All the Barry Pepper stuff from yeah. the sniper tower, from the clock tower. Oh yeah, is crazy. When they start hucking the mortar shells, yeah. when the twenty, when the yeah, when fucking when twenty mil them. cannon, the guys are all climbing up on top of the tank, and that twenty mil cannon gets brought in, and like decimates them it's you, n- you don't want to go too over the top with gore unnecessarily in a movie but um because i know a little bit about guns i like to think about things like why is the fourth rambo movie or the fifth one where he's in the thing the most accurate depiction of people getting shot with a 50 cal when he's rifle in the back of that jeep yeah it ab- it would absolutely tear bodies apart to be hit by shells that big at like from a machine gun John's and this 20 mil concerned about his uh fantasizing she probably should be a little concerned about that but <laughs> but yeah when so, those guys are on those does tanks. it like someone's head pops off and and the, it's just that such one guy a deliberately yeah the tank. It, so like it's just that adds just so much more to the ambience of what's going on in the movie um the tanks coming through the the, the positions these guys are holding and shooting through windows they become the mass murderers later on like mellish and his partner before they get bushwhacked up the stairs they must have killed so many guys out that little window like just firing f- fucking that was also ammo, the like inaccurateness nuts. of the of the count. The guy does the luck and he's like three tanks or four tanks and 50 men. Yeah. They kill at least 200 men. You, so that made no sense. That made no sense. It seems that They kill like just that one time they threw the they threw the, the Molotov cocktail and there was five or six guys on that cannon pushing it alone. That would have been like 10% of their troops. And they said there was 50 men. I, there was like 200 men. So I, oh, go ahead, man. I was going to say, I like the way Spielberg, like it's like the action isn't just mindless action. There's little like narratives, <laughs> little stories that are happening all the way through, like the Mellish stuff that's going on. Like he's got that thing. Then you got the upper dog or whatever the fucking little piece of shit's name is. <laughs> you got his whole thing going on. You Carrying got, ammo, you got, yeah. you got uh, Hanks and Ryan, the way that they're going through, like the whole thing. You got uh, Billy Pepper up in the, in the thing. And when that tank goes to look at him, yeah. like great little part of his character, he doesn't think of himself. He immediately he says, turns Parker, to try to get that other guy saved, which is like hopeless. They're yeah, both gone. They're but both it's fucked. his initial reaction. Like there's just these little characterizations, these little sub stories that are happening in the midst of all the action, in the midst of all that chaos that's going on that a lot of other people aren't good at doing because it's not slowing anything down. It's fucking It would really have been good, really yeah. difficult not only to direct and and uh, all of that stuff and coordinate, but like to write that. And to you would edit, have like, edit it too. Is, as a writer, I would have like I would have like saw that as a whole nother structure. I would have like created that. That's what he did do. They they took that final battle and they had these like Brent said sub stories going on and you you have to you have to like map that all out and figure out how the battle's going to go and these guys are doing this and oh my god that's that would have it would have been that would have been a big task this is a big script that's huge mentally i still can't really can't get my head wrapped around like i understand the significance of the bridge it's the last bridge to get over this to get over this river for a while but i don't know why why it was like hold it at all costs and only blow it up last minute like if a force of germans was coming through like that Shouldn't they have just blown it? I, yeah, I agree. That's a, a bit of a flaw. They should have, once they said there's 50 men and four tanks or whatever, they said, let's get on the other side of the bridge, blow it up and get the hell out of here. Yeah. So I don't know. Because how many of them were there? And they, they said they had limited weapons. A dozen? It looked like a dozen men. And then even at the end when they're calling Alamo, there's still guys trying to run across too late and they're getting beaten to death. Stake raised. I mean, the stake raised with the limited ammo and stuff. Yeah. And then they yeah. have the sticky bombs. The one guy gets blown up while put, waiting to place that sticky bomb. Oh, yeah. He doesn't put on a long enough fuse. I don't know what happened there. It looked like he did have a long enough fuse, some but it must have just I been... Think are bad. It's probably some volatile... Uh, what do they call that... Uh, Fizzy fuse. It was TNT. It's like or C4, some some kind of compound or TNT. Yeah. 
got enough to blow the but yeah twice. i know that stuff's amazing like that whole the beginning of this movie and the end of this movie is is some of the best action in film history and the way hanks goes out is like a fucking champ like he's yeah. just oh, yeah, sitting totally. there and he's like shell fearlessly again. shooting at a tank with a pistol yeah and I, I honestly yeah. did believe like the previous times i watched this that there was that Sentax sticky bomb and he was trying to shoot it but he was missing it but there, he's not he's just shooting at he's the armor at the of tank. the tank yeah, yeah. with he's his just, pistol he's just got nothing else to do but fucking yeah. fire which actually it. makes yeah. it cooler I don't, yeah. I don't know i think that does make it cooler no and I, I, love, I love it the first time i saw it and the tank explodes and then the look on hanks's face and you're like what? that's why i think i thought it was the syntax <laughs> yeah but then it's a spitfire and well, hanks gets so unlucky man I know he dies like just at that. I know like two minutes and he would have been okay. Yeah. yeah. Shot by the very guy he let go. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. That's right. Okay. I forgot about that. I also used to think that that was the same guy that killed Mellish too, but it's not. It, they do look a little bit the same. They kind of do, but all Germans They're look alike, don't they? You guys well, no, I think they. Germans. it's the uniform and the haircut. The blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. yeah. There's a master race. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then, uh, so Ed Burns and Ryan are the only two guys. Poor fucking. But I will say that the Ed Burns Sizemore. doesn't get out. It's yeah. weird. Hey, I will, he's the one. He is the one. Of, he is. He's the only one other than Ryan, right? Yeah. yeah. And him and Ryan have that moment just as the final assault is starting. They kind of just look and have this nod, which is nice for Ed Burns' character because he was so angry. But you think the he'd whole just time. Be, it's, don't you think he'd be even more pissed now? I would. Yeah. After he'd the be settles, like, he'd be everyone like, everyone fucking died. Except for you and me. Oh, wouldn't that have been a great ending? As Matt Damon's old man was there, then Ed Burns' old man comes up and is like, like at the end Ryan. of the Departed. <laughs> 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 He's just Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. And then the movie's like, are you, talk, are, you ta- are, you, are you talking about at the cemetery? Yeah. yeah. He just comes up. He's like, fuck Ryan. <laughs> and he and he comes. He comes out from behind a tombstone. He's been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Are in a bush. He comes out of a bush. He's got the little plastic on his feet too, just to yeah, the little the, booties. Complete the homage. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, the booties. So I feel like the last the the last stuff at the cemetery is the dialogue is awful. Yep. It is some of the worst style. It is the worst dialogue of the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's a terrible way to end the movie. And it's um also like the one thing that drives me nuts about this movie is the American stuff. Because it shouldn't be about America. It should be about men at war and what war does to men and stuff. And he tries to play that line with like the German soldiers or yes, stuff but like there's that. There's this huge Americanization but, about that they fucking. But instead, it's World just like war I know it's just the, the whole draping the American flag on everything is is drives me nuts yeah, a little the bit. Yeah, fade out with the flapping American flag in the background. That, yeah, that's that, all. That was just so unnecessary. And then and then him with the he grave. Everyone else's sacrifice. Kind all of the does. fucking what other countries he? that fucking lost people for years before they even fucking jumped. got into the war. What does he say to his wife or whatever? Did well, I tell me? Tell good? me I've been a good man or. She's like, what are you talking about? What? She should be like, fuck no. I, I do think it's funny if he's seen her and she's like, first of all, I'm your sister. <laughs> Secondly, the men from the hospital are waiting to take you back. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in those, one of those weird like vans with the white coats on and they're like waving him to come over. Yeah. And then like chase him through the cemetery. <laughs> I don't know, like something about like the, we're supposed to assume he is a good man because he has like all his family there and they're all like well dressed and handsome or, or good looking. And his grandkids yeah, are because like you fucked a bunch successfully. All of a sudden you're a good guy. <laughs> Come on, you're yeah, viable. I, so now you're so, fucking lived yeah. good. So, so actually, with the with that as being the ending, and with all the heavy handedness of them saying like one guy for like a bunch of guys. One guy for a bunch of guys. Let's do another scene where we talk about how it's a bunch of guys are going to die for one guy. It doesn't make any sense, man. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know if I like this movie as a whole. Mm. Do you know what I wonder? I wonder if he has as many people in his family as were lost in the squad. Mm. I'm wondering if every person there is represented as like... They've been reincarnated. Did you read that in a trivia thing? No, no, no. It just occurred to me. And if it is something that's in a trivia thing later, how genius am I to come up with it all by myself? But did you like this movie? Did it hold up? Uh, Yeah, I'll call it. This movie is a piece of shit. (gasps) And it does not hold up. I don't believe you. No, it totally holds up. I love this movie. I watch this movie uh, a lot and I'll watch it lots more because it's pretty fucking great. And it's long, but it never feels too long. And the action's good, and the characters are all enjoyable, and the acting's great, and the music's great, and the fucking effects are amazing. Music's really good. Everything oh, in yeah. this movie. The sound, the, like, directing, 
nice. There's, yeah. there's some problems like we talked about, but they're not big problems. They're like nitpicking things. This is not a Humpty Dumpty again. This one could have been edited easily, easily it's not edited. A Humpty Dumpty at all because it fucking holds up. No, I'm saying <laughs> the beginning and the end. Yeah, but a movie, a movie could, this movie could have been. Imp- a Humpty Dumpty is something that's broken and you fix yeah, it. Yeah, this movie could have been greatly improved by a lot of editing. There you go. Yeah, so that's all I got to say. It holds up and I like it. Good huh. job, Steven. Yay, Steven. Uh, Someone else talk. I agree. Uh, no, it, this movie definitely holds up. There are, you could, I think you could make this like <coughs> at least 15 minutes shorter, probably longer, because it's like two hours and 50. Yeah. The runtime. So it is long, but because it's a war movie, it, 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 it can fill some of the needs that you have for epic scenes. And when two of your scenes, the very, well, the second, the book opening's just got to go. That's fucking awful. Yeah. Um, but like the opening at Omaha Beach, at the ending at Ramel or Ramel. That's what should have been the book ending is the action scene. Yeah, absolutely. And then you could have had like Ryan earn this, and then Matt Damon like stands there, kind of dazed after he dies. But you know he's going to be going home. You open on Hank's eyes and you close on Damon's eyes, but you don't have to be in the past or the future. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just, I agree. It's, it's yeah. Hank's on the boat, and then it's Damon at the end. I wouldn't have even minded if it was Hanks at the front and the end. So Hanks on the boat and then Hanks dying. That's fine too. Um, but I guess you need to show that Damon lives. I, you, I would, that you do. You I would do. say this. I'd say this movie does hold up. But I would say that watching it this time, it's terribly flawed. It is very, very flawed. Terribly flawed. Yeah the the opening and the I can't opening and with that the opening and the ending is very fl- is what you what you start with and what you end with. So that's very flawed. And then the constant reminding, repeating, and redundancy of scene after scene after scene of them s- saying the same thing about what the movie is about. Yeah. Like you don't need this movie has a really good theme and messages and stuff. You don't need to talk the whole movie about the themes and the message. That's not good filmmaking. So even though this does hold up, I feel like it is. It has not time. It does not. I I I used to like this a lot better than I did like it mm. for sure. Mm. There's just things that get in my way now that frustrate me. That the, and it is very long. Oh, it's so long. So once again, like if you if you wanted to make this movie. Uh, two and a half hours long, two hours and twenty minutes long. That you ju- you would have just had a much 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 better movie. Well, you could do it super easy with the pair of scissors at the beginning and end, and you're fucking what's that, fifteen minutes? Yeah, and then you cut out like two or yeah. three of the scenes where they talk about how they saving him's unfair or whatever. Yeah, the church scene between Sizemore and Hanks. Yeah, you just cut minutes. that scene in half because you just don't need the front end, but you have the Giovanni stuff stay because that stuff was great because yeah. it characterizes him. Yep. and then and it plays one to his death. Perfect. And then like one other uh, one other scene where they discuss it again, and and you're off to the races. You just yeah, twenty twenty five. But that's what I'm saying is you could you could really really make this. T- you could just make it tight. It's just got to be tighter. Yeah, just a little bit. And yeah, they had to make room for the cameos. Likely those cameos could have been cut. I think oh, Paul yeah. Giamatti's is probably the one that doesn't really go anywhere. What about the Giamatti? Do do you really need the stuff with? The D- Ted Danson stuff too. Nothing comes of well, nothing the Ted comes Danson of that. Stuff isn't really. And I guess there's, the there's fake nothing finding. to do with that because all he does is bring him to Fillion, and there's going to be a character doing that anyways in that scene. Yeah, you're not just having like you're not just having Hanks show up and then find Fillion by himself. I yeah, if you're you going to address the, finding, the, the the officer, right? Could you cut the finding of Fillion altogether? There's no like, oh, we thought we found him, but we didn't. You just get rid of it, and it's the whole just all the him. search. I don't, I don't mind, mind it. I like it too because. I if like you it. need to, I mean, you probably can, but I think that that's additive I to would, the show. I, I think it, it's an addition because it's showing them, it's showing them going forward and having a setback. So that's okay. Yeah, that's. I don't mind. I actually like that scene. Like you could have just fixed the scene where those guys, the wall falls, and then they spend five minutes of them yeah. showing close-ups of them screaming at each other in yeah. different languages. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Once again, just there's a we we said there's a bunch of that. That's again like you edit ten seconds here. 15 seconds here it just needed to be tighter it just you needed yep. an editor to like tighten this up mm. yeah steven spielberg would never have given up the beginning and the ending because like he he like obviously cared a lot about having that shit in yeah but we don't we obviously don't like it now i've i've actually never liked that stuff i never liked it even when this movie first came out 22 well, years ago like john yeah. and i talked about when we were getting ready to watch this we thought the <laughs> eyes were Went right from so did I. the beginning to, to Hanks. Hanks. So did I. I yeah. did the whole. The I always thought that there is that little that little diffusion, like you're saying, like you, they show the fucking uh, whatever the the things are on the beach, 
and then they show the waves and then it goes onto the boat and you see Hanks and then zooms in on his eyes. Yeah. So there's that little separation. But the thing is, is that for some reason your brain just eliminates all of that. Yep. It's cause he cheats. He yeah. he's cheating yeah, in a like, way that, that it, yeah, it's a totally manipulative But it's not a thing. big payoff cheat either. No. It's an inconsequential one. I, so, guess, I guess he would want you to think that Hanks lives. See, in this kind of movie too, even though it's you know playing on some historical facts, you still don't know who's going to live and who's going to die. And I like I like that in a movie when I'm not sure. If you get your your current superhero movies, it's like rare that they would just kill a main character mm-hmm. unless they've built it up and you can assume it's coming. Like some of the Avengers were were building up towards, you could feel the end of it coming. But um. Yeah, I, and, I, I, I like when a movie does this and, and surprises In this you. case, the ending does not ruin the rest of the movie. No. No, it's too, it's no, too, it's too, small. it's too insignificant. It is, it, it's, it's bad, but it doesn't ruin what came before it. Yeah. The action's just so good in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. there's three holdups. All right, right on. Well, uh, if you've not seen this one before, where are you? Happy. What have you been doing? Check it out, especially around uh, November and Day. Happy. That's the time to watch Did it. Did you call it November and Day? November, Novemberance Day. That is what he called it. <laughs> Novemberance Day. But it is Day. November, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And November 11th? I'm gonna, call, I'm gonna call it that to mock you from now on. All right, that's cool. No, I'm just kidding. I'll see <laughs> if it works. I'm joking. I'll never remember how to pronounce it now. I kind of like it. It's not bad. Novemberance Day. Yeah. I like I it too, actually. November. <laughs> I never mess up when I say things. You guys are wrong. Yeah. This is like a uh, Berenstein Bears. Oh. Or Berenstein Bears. It's the Mandela effect. Happy Mandela Day. Uh, no, this is. it is a super good movie. You should absolutely check it out. Remembrance Day is a good time to do that. And um, yeah, it's just got some of the craziest scenes ever. So check it. Check it out. Okay. It's great to spend some time with you. <laughs> We're doing a bunch of Spielberg movies if you haven't realized. So there's uh, some more coming. So enjoy the crap out of that and um, thanks for listening everybody and as always enjoy your shit thanks for listening everyone make sure you follow us on Instagram our handle is hold up underscore podcast you can fire us a comment or two add a movie to our wish list and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.